little late on that intro, but hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to Karate Central, the karate-based fan podcast. We don't actually do karate, we're just fans of karate. All types of karate. You got the Karate Kid. You got the second type of karate, the Karate Kid 2. You got the remaster of the first karate, Jaden Smith. <laughs> You've got all sorts of karate, and we're fans of it. You got American karate, aka boxing. You got... Irish karate, which is just Conor McGregor. Everyone just grows red hair and screams a lot at people about doing their wives. Welcome to Respawn Name Fire. <laughs> we have the Kick-Ass Irreverent Gaming Podcast brought to you by affable idiots. Um, I am one of your hosts, Chad Michael Ennis, and we also have here Adam, don't call me goof, Gumbert. How are you, Adam? I won't call yeah, I'm good. I won't call you goof because in Canada, that means you're a real bad man. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Like, literally, that makes me think, did Disney know? Did Walter Disney know, naming that dog Goofy, that that meant that dog was going to go touch kids? Well, again, I'm, I'm assuming Canadian prison slang wasn't around in the 40s because Canada didn't put people in jail in the 40s. That's so right. There's no way he would have known the correlation. Okay, okay. And technically, I guess if the dog's name is Goofy... He's acting like a goof. He's, it's like when, when you tell someone, you're not a bitch, but you're acting like a bitch. Like, you're acting goofy. You're not a goof, but you're goofy. You can't construct the entire world around one weird country slang. Come on, it's can't. All right. Although they are a very large country by landmass. Yeah. And there's a land bridge that used to connect them and Russia. Actually, no, that, that actually comes out of Alaska now, right? Alaska. Alaska, but Alaska used to be not too long ago part of Canada. I think I don't. They know. said you can either have goofs or you can have Alaska, and they made their choice. And we decided you guys keep all the goofs, and we'll have Alaska. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome everyone. Uh, we you can find us here on Twitch.tv/AffableIdiots on Sunday evenings, usually around eight thirty Eastern time. Which we are. Yeah, we're almost right on time. We're five minutes early. Or if you are catching us live in your ears on demand as those things contradict each other you're probably doing so on youtube or podcast services tuesday mornings at 9 a.m eastern time we've got a um a, a little baby podcast today not not a lot of chunky material to talk about lots of things coming up that like we knew were kind of true but now we're getting confirmation that they might be true and then some games we're gonna have some fun stuff playing some games but first, we're going to start today with our main quest, talking about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters PvP game will make you feel good. This comes from Darren Bonthuis at GameSpot. That was, I didn't tell you this, Adam, but that was our go-live notification. It was like, busting makes us feel good. What a, and again, we're talking about weird words and, and verbiage and stuff, but what a weird innuendo to put in a, Ghostbusters really isn't a children's movie. The first one, not really. I mean, it's a lot of adult humor. You know what's well, weird, though? Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good is very sexy. I mean, that's about coming. It's a song about coming. It's 100% about, it's 100% about coming. It's like ectoplasm, we know where that comes from. When you bust a ghost, it ends with an explosion of ectoplasm. Like, we, we all know what that movie and song is about. But that's the, it was a kid's movie. It is, there's a marshmallow man in it. It's very big and fluffy. And it spawned 
a generation of Ghostbusters lovers. But also back then, that's that's what kids' movies were. There were that. There was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. There was The Goonies. And they say the word shit in The Goonies. And that was a kids' movie. And that is how the cookie crumbles. We're going to move on and talk about the game, the Ghostbusters PvP game. This is coming from the Friday the 13th developer, Ilphonic. And it's revealed its newest asymmetrical multiplayer game, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. What a good name. Currently scheduled for release on PC, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, and Q42022. That's this holiday. The game will see you join three other players as you strap on a proton pack and help clean up paranormal infestations in New York City. That shouldn't come as a surprise, given the studio's pedigree. Friday the 13th was the same way. It was a bunch of camp counselors and then a Jason. Uh, they also did Predator. So there's a Predator, Predator and a bunch of Marines. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are in that, in that game slash movie. And now they're doing this. Uh, they did something else too, right? They just came out with another property, or they're coming out with another property. Mm, I think those are the two that they've made. Maybe. They might have other things in the works. Also, heads up. Our, us going through our goof stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't hit record. So you're just going to pull that from the stream, and then I'm recording now. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Big That's why up. if you're listening to this on demand, like you notice, there's a sudden change in stream quality, like or audio quality. It's because we couldn't talk about goof and record it at the same time. I don't but want that luckily, on my computer. Yeah, <laughs> Twitch got it for us though. So thanks, Twitch. <laughs> Um, this game, more about this game. It is filled with several pieces of iconic Ghostbusters equipment. You'll track down ghosts using a PKE meter. You'll wrangle them with the aforementioned proton pack and neutron wand. And finally, bag them with a ghost trap. If you'd prefer, you could play as one of several types of ghosts and cause some havoc. Ghosts have a range of skills that include flight, intangibility, the ability to possess inanimate objects. And here's the great thing. If a, if a Ghostbuster gets too close to you while you're playing as a phantom, you can also use your slime powers to summon a few minions that'll leave the paranormal investigators drenched in cum. Ecto, sorry, drenched in ectoplasm. Same thing. And then a, for a last little bit of authenticity here, returning actors Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd are reprising their roles as Winston Zedmore and Ray Stance, respectively. No Bill Murray in this one. Hmm. No Harold Ramis in this one. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah. I mean, it's, all, it's a game about ghosts. You think they could get the number one ghost people would want for the game, but they can't get his ghosts. <laughs> Such a bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like doing, that's like doing a movie, a game about Alien. It's like doing the game Alien, but not inviting, <laughs> not inviting <laughs> K-Pax. <laughs> Who is K-Pax? K-Pax. Oh. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> what? Like, I don't think he was the in the number alien one movie. alien. <laughs> Kevin Spacey movie, K-Pax. If you're going to make a game about aliens, you have to include it. <laughs> what the fuck is K-Pax? I'm going to look that up. It's, I, I remember so little about it that I know that Kevin Spacey plays an alien called K-Pax. <laughs> Again, this is ridiculous. I'm looking at this cast. Kevin Spacey, Jeff Bridges, fucking Aaron Paul. Like, what is going on? It's Kate Pax. Wow. He looks like an idiot. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, I hope... (laughs) I hope this turns out... (coughs) 
<coughs> Son of a bitch. You good? I hope yeah. this turns out well because there are uh, hit and miss when it comes to Ghostbusters video games. First of all, Ghostbusters mm-hmm. the video game, which came out several years ago. Very good game. Actually starred the original voice actors, including Harold Ramis. They got him pre-Ghost. Now he's too expensive as a ghost to get. Oof. Um, but then the 2016-ish Ghostbusters game did not review well. And then there was an iOS one. And, and yeah, so hit and miss. I hope this one is good. It'll certainly be fun. I think all of these like 4v3, 4v4, 4v1 type th- games are are pretty fun. Uh, I just hope that it's part of, spoilers, the upcoming Spartacus subscription service or Game Pass or something like that. Because this is another one of those games that I think is fun to do for like a night with your buds, but it's not something that you're going to go back to time and again over and over several nights a week i think i think this is going to be like a, a cool party thing whenever you got some people together yeah elfonicos makes really really fun party games that i play for like two weeks and then never touch again exactly. but like we really had a good time playing friday the 13th i mm-hmm. uh, actually played that one a little bit longer actually played that one a decent amount um yeah predator was like a two like a two night thing but it was great so i'm sure it'll probably be at a discount either way it's cool to see um <clears throat> The original voice actors in it, you know, uh, what's it? Raul Coley's in it as well. Greg Miller's in it. Yep. James and Elise Willem were writing it from uh, from all the internet peoples, but it seems cool. I mean, it's a great idea for a game, um, and being able to play as a ghost and just get your ectoplasm everywhere. Yeah, sounds really good. I always love playing the monster in these games. It's always so fun. I always love it too because I so in these kind of like these asymmetrical games, I always like playing the like obvious role. Like, for instance, in Among Us, like, I hate playing the the bad person. Or in a game where somebody's, like, the imposter. And I, I hate playing that. I hate lying. But when it's like, cool, I get to just fucking run around and do whatever the hell I want super loud and kill people. Like, that's that's my jam. I'm all about that. So now it's, like, a ghost. And you're like, oh, this is going to be fun to, like, hide and shit and pop out and eat people. Yep. I love that they're just straight up doing prop hunt. Um, which is a popular mode in a lot of like PC modded games, or I think Call of Duty might have at some point, where you like possess an object, and mm. then it's like, oh, where am I at in the room? Like there was a lot of Gary's mod games based off of that. So, uh, uh, I think it's pretty cool. We'll see by the end of the year. We'll see. I anytime it says a quarter, I'm like, well, that game's getting delayed. Uh, because uh-huh. quarters yeah. don't mean anything. <laughs> um, but I think it'll still be still be yeah I'm with you if it's like a thirty dollar game or it's on Game Pass or PS Plus or Spartacus or whatever I'll definitely play it for a weekend maybe maybe more we'll see um, but I think kudos all thumbs up from this Ghostbusters fan yeah what a, what a good time like if this game came out without the the movie Ghostbusters Afterlife having been really really good I'd have zero excitement for this. Like, honestly, I, I enjoy the Ghostbusters franchise, but I would not be excited. But because Ghostbusters Afterlife was really, really great, I feel like, oh, shit, maybe they care about this IP again and they're going to do good things with it. So, happy to see it. It seems like the story is based off of that, too, because I know uh, Ernie Hudson, like, owns that company or whatever now. And I think, like, you're working for him as a Ghostbuster just in random places. So, I think they're tying it all in. Dope. Speaking of possessing random things and looking like things that aren't you... Moving on to playtime, I played Elden Ring this week, and I got something called Mimics uh, something. And I read the description of it. It says it allow you to mimic objects in the room and look like them. And I was like, cool. Mm. I don't know when I'm going to use that, and I haven't used it yet. But I got it. And that was just a good transition for me to talk about Elden Ring. Hi, I'm Chad. This week I played Elden Ring. I got to, uh, I'm, I've got like 12 hours in now. 
Uh, yeah, okay. we're still doing the karate podcast. Yeah, I'm about 12 hours in now. Um, I just beat Godric in El Castle de Stormvale. And mm-hmm. as, I, as I was telling you before the show, it took me about an hour and probably like 15 tries. Uh, I'm doing a magic-based build. So oh, yeah. I, a lot of ranged stuff, but I got good at like dodging his attacks. And I could get through, my issue with him was like, I could get through the first half of the battle flawlessly, not being touched at all. But then as soon as, you know, old fire starts coming out in the second half of the battle, I was like, I don't know how to avoid any of this shit. It just covers so much and it reaches so far. So I was instantly dying like right away. So I used the phone a friend option in that game twice. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know how to how to summon people to my game, but I put down two different items and both of them summoned me into somebody else's world as a cooperator. So I was like, I don't know. There you go. That that wasn't my intention. I wanted to bring people into my game so that I have full flasks while I fight Godric, but went and joined two other people's games, and they fucking sucked. Everyone was terrible, Mm -hmm. and they're all like, I'm going to do swords, and then they're going to get up close to him and not heal and just die. And then I go back to my world. So then I was like, fine, I'll ask my real friends. And then I asked them, and they all said, we hate Elden Ring, and we hate playing with you and they did not want to join Ooh. me wow and i was like ouch so i did it by myself because they didn't actually respond i was just like hey who wants to be godric with me and nobody said anything i was like fine i did it myself mm-hmm. learned to keep my distance a little bit avoid some of those fire attacks bitch went down it's great i'm having a good time with that game but i also feel like i'm to the point where i'm enjoying the open world stuff more than i'm enjoying like going through stormvale castle Mm-hmm. And I, I actually just enjoy the open world, stumbling across dungeons and shit like that more than I am the actual like scripted areas that I'm supposed to go through. So I might do a little bit more of that open world stuff, and then I think I might call it quits, knowing that people are spending mm-hmm. so many tens of hours on this game, and and knowing that I just got through like the first of several ginormous areas. I think that yeah, I'll, I'll experience a little bit more of it, and then move on to Horizon Forbidden West because I am itching to play that, but I have not yet. Um, also played more of Tunic. Tunic is again, it's on Game Pass. It's that adorable Fox Legend of Zelda uh, style game, Death Store. I think it's, I think it is a wonderful game. Just aesthetically, I love all of the trees and bushes and rocks. They all like, they react as if they're foam. Like the whole world feels like a, like a playset, and it's really adorable and mm. fantastic art direction. But I also, uh, I read an article too about how it's comparing all of the instructions like the you pick up pieces of a of an instruction booklet throughout the game and there's like side by side comparisons of it and one from the Legend of Zelda 2 um yeah and how they're like basically parts of it are just carbon copies and i think that was it was like it's so so blatantly a tribute to that game and it shows so much i am it is edging i don't know if you are you familiar with this term edging it's in where, a couple of ways, yeah. It's where like you you almost bust, like ghost bust. You almost uh-huh. ghost bust ectoplasm, but then you stop right before. This has nothing okay. to do with that, but it's edging mm-hmm. on being too opaque. Too too ob- obtuse. Like we played A Link to the Past for Barf a couple years ago. 
And that mm. game, I had so many issues with it because there's like, it's it. How the fuck did you know that you're supposed to grab this chicken and fly off of this ledge and then use your shovel at this exact spot? Like, there's nothing telling me that unless I had a guide or unless I had dozens of hours as a kid to do nothing but search every single spot and fly with the chicken everywhere. Like, it's yeah. it's it's starting to edge to almost push to be that kind of like frustration thing. Like John Hansen from Pixel pa- Pixel Street podcast was uh, saying. He beat it, but he played it with a guide, and he's glad he did because he would have it saved him a lot of frustration. And I'm thinking that I might do the same thing. I've beaten two bosses on it. I've got like a blue and a green key to go, and then I assume the final area. So I think I'm, I'm probably like halfway through the game, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm liking it so far a lot. Yeah, if you're liking that's that's the same thing with Elden Ring. I'm like, yeah, if you don't want to spend an absorbent amount of time doing bullshit, just look up a guide and just enjoy it. Fucking yeah. Why would you waste your time? <laughs> <laughs> Two more short things. Coffee Talk is our barf game for the month. So we're playing that. It is a, a short-ish experience, just a few hours. I am playing it on Nintendo Switch. I have gotten through three days of it. I, it's a, a delightful just learning about all of these different characters and their stories and all that kind of fun stuff while also making latte art that is all obscene. Only boobs, penises, butts, uh, vagina, all of it in the latte art. Um, all the bajangles. All the bajangles. I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that. I'm stealing that from you, and I'm just referring to all genitalia as bojangles. Bajangles, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Look at that big black bajangle. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a goof, you need to keep away from my bojangles. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <clears throat> the new DLC dropped last, I think it was last week. Yeah, and last Friday, I think. It was yeah. like eight new tracks or something like that. And they're doing that periodically over the next 300 years. And uh, so we played it. There was a Pixel Street podcast, Pixel Street Pals Party Night or something like that. A lot of peas. Lots of peas in there. Lots of peas up in them Bojangles. And um, so we played that. It was really fun because, one, I don't play Mario Kart that often because I, if I play with people who aren't good at it, I don't have fun. I don't have fun whooping yeah. the asses. Mm. Two, um, I got to play with you know Holden and John and, and Joel, and it was a good time. And all of these tracks were new to me, basically. like they're, they're obviously remastered tracks from other games, but the games they were from, I never played, like DS versions of the game. Um, or I think maybe there was one from GameCube. So anyway, all eight of these tracks were brand new to me, so it was fun to be able to play those and, and experience new Mario Kart for the first time in a very long time. So had fun with that for an hour, and I won't touch it again until the next one drops. And that's it. What you play this weekend? Eight months. Uh, me, I today I played some more Elden Ring. I hadn't touched it in like two weeks or something. I was like, you know what? It's in the disk drive. I guess I need to play it. Um, and I got... That's why I was wondering how long it took you to beat Godric. So I went to the... the I'm in the, the second area, the lake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I guess I'll go to the castle because I know there's a boss here, a main boss or whatever. So I went through the castle and I beat the boss girl on my first try. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. I'm now appropriately leveled for this video game. I'm not having any trouble at all because I'm looking at a map 
finding all the dungeons, <laughs> getting all the XP. Because I know some people are like, I love the exploring. I'm like, I hate wandering around aimlessly in this video game. I like, I'm opposite of you. I like doing the dungeons and I like yeah. doing the castles. I don't want to wander around. Uh, so we're just opposite on that. So I've been going through that. Beat the shit out of her. That was easy as fuck. It was, uh, um, it was Market? That's who that was? No. no. Market's the first dude you fight. Okay. Who's like at the castle and was like, you can't come in here. And then he beats everyone's ass. And her name's like Rain, something with an R. She's a witch. You go to Hogwarts. Basically, the second boss is, is at Hogwarts. Gotcha. Okay. And, and you go beat her up. Um, so I was like, cool, cool. So I'm basically just following a map that, you know, they're like, they suggest like, go here, go here, go here, go in the order. Mm-hmm. And I'm just doing that and clearing everything out. So I had a good time. Played a couple hours a day. Leveling up. I'm, yeah, I'm over leveled for everything or appropriately leveled. So I'm not having any issues, um, which is fun because I don't want to beat my head against the wall because I don't. Uh, that's not that fun. Uh, but I'm having some fun with that. And I probably will finish it, but I'm just going to take it real slow. I'm with you yeah. where I got kind of like burnout and I was like, I need to slow down. So I'm only playing like one day every week or two. So playing more of that. It's a good time. Um, and then that's the only video game that I played. I just checked. It's the only video game that I've played all week. <laughs> Um, it's just how it is. So I, I downloaded like seven games, but I just didn't play them yet. Um, so I finished our flag means death. I'm glad that Very you got farther show. into it. Yep. I'm Very almost good. done with it. I think I have one or two more episodes left. Yeah. Uh, really good show. It's just a show. It's a pirate show. That's not about pirates fighting. And it's great. I fucking love it. Steve Bonnet is a real person. Uh, and he's a goof, but in a good way. I just Not love the, the relationship between Steve Bonnet and then the whole twist on Blackbeard and them together. <laughs> and then especially when Will Arnett shows up. Just, uh, God, that Will show Arnett, is so yeah. good. That show is so good. God, that is insane. It's very good. I like it a lot. Uh, so everyone should check that out. I want to make sure enough people watch it so we get season two. And then could you have any guests on this last thing that I've watched? Um, my brain is telling me it's Will I Am's documentary. Does he have one? W-L-I-I-A. I, I just, I just, that's what I thought it was. And then I was like, no, that's not a real thing. And then there's a show about basketball and oh, Magic yes. Johnson on HBO that mm-hmm. I've been watching, but I honestly, I don't think I've ever known the name of it. And is this it? <laughs> is this that? No, it's like, okay. that one's like winning something. I don't remember uh, what the name of that show is, but it okay. looks very, I like John C. Riley. It's very good. Yeah. Um, actually, I watched a Dale Earnhardt documentary it's no, in the hat out of respect no you no, did it <laughs> i'm just kidding but he was born in north carolina so maybe that's why your family that's was right. such a big fan of him yeah right I'm up there in uh in uh not statesville He's from cannapolis cannapolis that's right cannapolis absolutely dale earnhardt the greatest uh, of all time but i watched uh the re- remake whatever of uh whose line is it anyway ah that's hosted what it by, is hosted by isha tyler and I was just like, oh, you know, because I'm dicking around. I'm like, I know the Drew Carey version. It's like, that's on yeah. there, too. That's so old. Like, I'll just go to this new version. I'm like, oh, this is very cool. And they have uh, three of the four cast members of the same ones from before. So I'm like, all right, these guys are here again. Uh, and they're very good. And I'm like, holy shit, there is 13 seasons of this TV show. When the wow. fuck did this show come out? Maybe it's, it's either eight or 13. It's a lot. It's, uh, it's, I remember it came out a long time ago. Like it's been, I don't know if it's still running, but it's been out a long time. I think it probably is. I, don't mm-hmm. know. I, I think it was when Drew Carey seasons. moved over to Price is Right. Aisha Tyler mm-hmm. said, I'm done years later doing Ubisoft press conferences. And instead I'm going yep. to do whose line is it Very funny. Very good stuff. Uh, so yeah, again, I just continue to only watch HBO. 
and Pirates of the Caribbean movies and then play Elden Ring for a couple hours a week. That's basically my there's, life. I just saw a commercial for it. Again, I don't know the names of things. I just watched them. But there's a mm-hmm. show that's on HBO right now. It's a DC Comics show starring Rosario Dawson. Do you know what this is? Yeah, DMZ. DMZ. What is that? It's it's already it's apparently just like a mini series, um, like four episodes and it's done already. I don't know what it is. I know it's based on I think probably like a graphic novel. I haven't heard anything about it, so okay. I don't know if there's any superhero stuff in it. I think it might just be okay. Like I just I just story. typed in what is DMZ and it says in computer security a DMZ network is sometimes a demilitarized zone. Yeah, well I know that demilitarized zone, but you should type in what is DC's DMZ. What is DC DMZ? God, there's just a lot of letters in that. So many letters. Uh, lots of covers for the DMZ comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, deals with militia revolts, in. protests, conflicts between... Ra- oh, so it's not superhero shit. Yeah, no. It's just like graphic uh, novel. Like, this is real life shit. I See, I saw the preview and I was like, I like Rosario Dawson. And that show looks okay. And then I said the, uh, the DC logo at the end of it. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? This is a cop, And then, no, it's it's... It's a graphic novel. It's not a comic. There's book. a lot of DC stuff that it's. Uh, I forgot the label, but there's another label that's like does like the indie darker stuff, mm. and it's all just like real people. It's just like I'm a cop. DC. <laughs> it's like, all right. I'm a cop. Uh, I hunt aliens that look like Kevin Spacey. DC's. I'm I'm Kevin Spacey's cop. Yeah. Uh, so no, I, I don't know if I want. I that. got promoted to Kevin Spacey's cop, the one who's the detective in charge of specifically finding Kevin Spacey in whatever human he's impersonating. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm probably what I'm thinking about doing is getting back into um, uh, what 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 did I just download? I downloaded Red Dead Redemption because I want to play multiplayer. Grand I'm Theft Auto maybe Online? Get, I'm thinking about Grand Theft Auto Online for next gen. I downloaded something else. I don't remember. I'm going to play Coffee Talk first before all that. So anyways, that's it. Dope. Moving on to our quest log. We've got a handful of things in here to talk about. The first one is a confirmation. Well, not a confirmation. A speculation, a report about something that we thought is coming that is probably coming soon still. P.S. Spartacus news coming real soon. Says Matt Kim at IGN. This is the subscription service that is going to probably replace PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now and merge them into some kind of tiered subscription. Uh, We've talked about it several times on this podcast. And we now have news from Bloomberg that PlayStation's Xbox Game Pass competitor will get a proper unveiling as soon as this week. So probably if... If luck is anything like it usually is, it will probably come out on Monday, tomorrow, before this episode goes live, and you'll know all about it. So we're not going to talk too much about it other than say that, like, I was going to ask you to make a bet on that. Do you think it comes out before the podcast comes out? Oh, yes. Yes. Because here's the thing. Okay, so so that everyone knows the, the full thing, it says as... Oh, it says as early as next week. I thought I said early next week, but it's as early as next week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, it's coming out on Monday. I will say yes to that. I'm going to take, take the over and saying it could be from Tuesday afternoon on. Right. What will I win? We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, sources say PlayStation will have a, quote, splashy lineup of hit games and will officially merge PlayStation Plus with PlayStation Now, Sony's cloud streaming service. Cool. Hope it happens. Hope Just we get details. 
Just do it already, please. Good God, stop making us wait. They're like, hey, Shadow Warriors, they're day one, but we're not merging it yet. I'm like, what are you fucking waiting for? Good yep. God. Weird. And also just like show us where the value is going to be. That's what, that's what I want to know. Like, why is this a valuable service? Why is this new? Why is this worthwhile? Because... I want to know the information so I can shit on it on the podcast because it's not <laughs> going to be something I want at all. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I hope. Make me spend my money. Next up, you remember last week when we were like, Hey, Suicide Squad got officially delayed, right? And then Adam was like, yeah. And then like, cool. Turns out it didn't, but it just did. Suicide Squad yep. gets pushed. That's Steve Watts at GameSpot. Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League, the new Batman-adjacent game set in Rock City's Arkham Universe, has been delayed to spring 2023. It was revealed in a message from studio founder Sefton Hill, who said the decision was difficult, but that the game ultimately needs more time. It was supposed to come sometime this fall in 2022. The official announcement follows reports that the game was set to be delayed. Warner Bros. may have tipped its hand as well when Warner Media's chief executive officer, Jason Kylar, tweeted about its upcoming slate of 2022 games, and Suicide Squad was not on the list. <gasps> mm. Surprise. You know what's funny? Yeah, not surprised at all. Because So we got the confirmation last week with the Sony state of play that uh, Harry Potter was coming out, or Hogwarts, yep. excuse me, was coming out in the fall we know gotham knights is now coming out in the end of october i was never thought for a fucking second they were going to release three wb games in one holiday yeah. quarter i'm like nobody does that and then i was like oh shit ubisoft did that like three years ago but outside of that people don't release three games in one in one quarter so i was like there's no fucking way so i'm not shocked but i'm ready to play as king shark because he's samoa joe let's go he does he does seem like probably the most fun character to play in that game yeah. Can you do, do two sharks? Boomerang. Do what now? Can you do two sharks? Can you have a whole squad of sharks and just be street sharks? Four fucking sharks. Just slightly different colors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pants on. I yep. like it. I'm going to watch sharks. Suicide Squad when we get done with this. And you eat shark fruit gummies and the fruit uh -huh. snacks. Is that what they did in the TV show? No, just but I used gummies? to eat sharks. Do you remember those? Did you ever have the sharks fruit snacks? Used to. <laughs> well, hold on. Don't make me go in the kitchen right now. <laughs> I, forget, I forget you had a kid. Well, also adults for the kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? Excuse me. Uh, next up, speaking of games and TV shows and stuff, Halo TV show sets records. Some Jordan Miller at VGC. <laughs> this I find funny. The premiere episode of Halo, the new TV series based on the game originally developed by Bungie, has set a viewership record on streaming platform Paramount Plus, who previously had nothing worth watching. So surprise, this got <laughs> <I> views. <know>, <laughs> Before that, the record was set by 1883, which was the the spinoff series from Yellowstone that aired in November. Oh. Yeah. Uh, starring, what is it, Tim McGraw and, and uh, his wife. What's his wife? Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Oh, I didn't know they were married. Interesting. I think they're married. Hold now. I have to now. I have to. Am I lying to I the mean, world? They're country stars. I assume that they're together some for some reason because you know, isn't Gwen Stefani yes. with Adam Levine or some nonsense? Or they used to be? I don't fucking know. I don't care. I don't know. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are married. They are both in the okay. show. Interesting. Um, are they married in the show? They are married in the show. Yes, and they have kids. Oh, in the show. Well, that's not very creative. Not a very good actor. If you're know, just right? playing what you do in real well, life. Well, that's like listen. You're country music star, so we know that you have some talent somewhere deep inside of you, but it's probably not acting related. Um, mm. So we're gonna just try to make things literally your life. 
which is really very funny. accurate. You're just going to live out in the middle of nowhere in the country with a bunch of folks that talk, yeah. talk no like electricity. It's, no it's electricity. It's just their life. Yeah. Random aside, the Oscars mm-hmm. are on tonight. And you know who's not going to get an Oscar is Cardi B. I like Cardi B as a person because she's very much who she pretends to be, who her persona is now is who she was 10 years ago before she was famous. She's always been the same person, so I love Cardi. She's a she's a rapper. I know um, I know who Cardi but, B is. I'm trying to figure out why she would get a um, what was she in that she would be nominated for an Oscar? Oh, that's my point. So she's in Fast and Furious uh, Nine, which I just watched on HBO Max about a week ago. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> Check it out. Um, and she's awful. <laughs> she has one scene, and she's awful. She is trash as an actor, so she won't be at the Oscars. But it's just funny <laughs> that Cardi B is such a bad actor. But these two are apparently headlining a show. On a streaming app that nobody has, but, you know, right. whatever. Right. Uh, viewing figures for streaming platforms aren't typically released, but it's worth noting that Paramount Plus Show has never been in the streaming top ten provided by the Nielsen ratings. Um, this is a quote from Chief Programming Officer Tanya Giles. Giles? Giles, Giles was from I Buffy, guess. but he had a J at hmm. the beginning of his name, I think. So we're going to say Giles. I think it's Giles. Yeah. Quote, bringing Halo to life as a streaming series has been one of the most rewarding efforts for Paramount Plus to date, and we could not be more thrilled at the massive fan response to the series' debut. Did you watch the show, Adam, the first episode? No. So here's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was mentioned here, but if anybody has Game Pass Ultimate, mm-hmm. there is a free trial of Paramount Plus included in your, with your Game, pla- your your game, your game Pass Ultimate. one-month free trial. A one-month free trial. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wait. I don't know how many episodes or how long it's supposed to run. I'm going to wait till the middle or near the end of the series, claim my three for uh, my free 30 days, then watch it. Because I don't want to. I don't want to pay for this. If they're like, "Oh, you get all but one episode," I'm like, "I'm not paying for the season finale." So I guess I just don't want to know what happens. I don't want to pay <laughs> for this. I don't want to pay for Paramount Plus at all. So I'm yeah. waiting for the show to like come out so I can use my free trial to watch the whole show. Nice. But I am very, very shocked that this is number one behind. I know people like Yellowstone, so that makes sense that this that did well. But Paramount, I remember when it was CBS All Access and when it changed Paramount Plus, their big thing was that they had all the Star Trek shit and like right. they had good Star Trek shows. And I'm shocked that Halo has done better than Star Trek, you know, at least on like initial release or whatever. That kind of shocks me that Halo did better. Does and that I guess it makes hold on. sense why they have season two already. It just would be like Picard and Discovery and all that. It just says viewership record. I was going to say, like, is it a premiere? Like, is it is it the best premiere on Paramount Plus? Because I guess technically Picard and Discovery were premiered on CBS All Access, but no, this just says viewership record. So most amount of viewers. So that's why they got season two. Apparently, they're expecting it to be big, and apparently, it is. You haven't watched it yet, have you? I have. I I watched. Oh, you have watched the morning it came out. I watched it. Yeah, Uh, I will give some non-spoiler. Um, impressions of it. I think it is th- uh, an incredibly faithful visual adaptation of this game. Like it, you look at it and you're like, you instantly know, oh, that hallway looks like it's something straight out of Halo, or those the armor. Like that's something that was it's, I felt was going to be really tough to do, but the armor and the elites they look like they belong in that universe, and it's not like a cheesy, like weird, cheap costume. Like it looks legit, and it's it's very faithful in that respect. I feel like the story so far, I'm I'm like just kind of meh on and not interested in, but hopefully that's going to develop over time. Like it, it, it seems like it could go in an interesting direction, but I'm just not really into it. I do have one, one thing though, that this is true of like other things as well. But one thing that I didn't like about this, 
obviously it's Halo. There's going to be some times where there's some firefights, not like flames and firefighters show up with hoses, but mm. gunfights. Gunfights. Yep. There are gunfights between humans and elites, and then there are some Spartans. Not Spartan. Yeah, Spartans and the elites. The humans shoot the, the elites with guns. Mm-hmm. bounce right off the elites. They're over shields. Bounce, 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 bounce. Nothing happens. The elites just keep charging forward as if nothing's happening. The Spartans come in and shoot the elites with guns. Yeah. Regular-ass bullets. They're not some special bullets. They don't have any extra strength they can put into the gun to make it better. And suddenly, mm-hmm. this overshield on these elites like, going, blah, 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 disrupt it, and they're killing them. They're shooting them to shreds. And I'm like, okay, Maybe, maybe the assault rifle in this gun or the assault rifle in this Spartan's hand is like it has some kind of like magic or or some kind of enhanced ammo in it. But then he reaches down and picks up a machine gun, a Gatling gun that somebody was using. One of the humans was using unsuccessfully. He picks it up Mm -hmm. and fires it and it destroys this elite. I'm like, why? Why does just simply holding it it in an armored person's hand make that gun so much get stronger. Better. It makes no sense. That's not how guns Here's work. what it is. This was the number one thing that you'll hear anytime you get online and play an online video game. He was hitting his shots. Chief <laughs> hit his shots. And that's the difference. The you know, normal humans can't hit their shots. Chief <laughs> hit his shots. What is this voice? Is that from something? Hit your shots. You gotta hit your shots, man. That's all it is. No, I, that's what a fucking weird, pointless thing. But they're like, oh yeah, Chief's super cool. So... I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, is there, I'm really shocked there's only one episode, by the way. I don't like too. when TV shows don't do do one episode at a time. I prefer like two or three to start, and then you can go to one. Yeah. But I like having a couple to like hook me, especially if like the first episode is like cool, but I don't know. Yeah. If you know that it's going to take a couple to get into it, then give me a couple. Before before that was like this, not a standard, but before that was like a, a common thing that people would release three on the first day and then one at the time after. I used to do that with TV shows. I'd be like, I will watch three episodes. Like I, I put, I held myself to it. I will watch three episodes of this before I decide if I'm going to keep watching it or not. So it was really nice mm. to be able to do that all in one sitting or one like tight contained contained time. But now I'm like, I have to spend the better part of a month deciding whether or not I'm going to continue to watch the rest of this Halo series. And it's just so much to keep yeah. track of mentally. My like or dislike for Halo. It's a lot. Life is hard, man. Ubisoft plans a new showcase. This comes from Darren Bonthries at GameSpot. Last week we reported that a lot of people aren't doing showcases around E3 time. And Ubisoft says, hey, guess what? We got some stuff to show. We're excited. They are reportedly gearing up to host a, quote, massive showcase event, which could include reveals of a new Prince of Persia game and an Immortals Phoenix Rising sequel. Oh, yeah. This sounds like it would be a new Prince of Persia game rather than addressing the fact that they delayed the remaster of the Prince of Persia game, which is literally just like an up-res for like over a year and it's still not out yet, which is mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, I heard rumors that it's supposed to be like a 2.5D Prince of Persia. So you would have the remaster and then a new Prince of Persia. Oh, nice, nice. I'm into that. I'm ready for that to get a non-Jake Gyllenhaal reboot. <laughs> Come back with the twist being that it's K-Pax. Somewhere in there, you get your powers from K-Pax. Um, Spacey's there. This, this is according to a report on X-Fire by Tom Henderson, who claims that he has been in contact with several sources with direct knowledge of Ubisoft's plans, and that the company has around 20 games lined up and ready for a fresh reveal. I didn't even know they had 20 IPs at Ubisoft, let alone 20 games. Wild. 
I mean, 10 of them could be Tom Clancy, you know? Oh, yeah. 10 of them, Tom Clancy, something mobile, and like three kiosk at a mall VR Rabbids games. Oh, half and of then, these will be mobile. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of these games are already public knowledge, like Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is going to be the live service Assassin's Creed thing coming. Uh, and then Beyond Good and Evil 2, which has been in development for a very long time and that I bet they regret letting people know exists. Doesn't exist. And then apparently there are going to be some other reveals focused on games that have only been rumored, like Assassin's Creed Rift, which is uh, apparently the DLC for Valhalla that's getting turned into an actual game starring Basim? Basim? Basim. Basim. Mm-hmm. Basim. I know you're looking forward to uh, to a Splinter Cell. What else do you think might come out of this thing? Well, Splinter Cell would be literally nothing but maybe a logo because the game is entirely too too soon. But what would interest me is more stuff on the Assassin's Creed game, because I like Assassin's Creed. I get down with that. Um, the idea of an Immortals Phoenix Rising sequel really interests me. Um, for those who haven't played, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is basically Greek setting Breath of the Wild, but good. Um, and you'll see a lot of spicy takes on Twitter, like Immortals Phoenix Rising is good, Breath of the Wild. Uh, so <laughs> take that how you want. But it is a very good game regardless. I, I did enjoy that first one a lot. Um so a sequel to that would be cool. Like I said, Assassin's Creed. Anything else for so Maybe Skull and Bones. I'm so into pirates. Oh, Even right. that bad game, I'd be interested in, in seeing. <laughs> I'm not going to buy it, but I'll, I want to look at it. Yeah. Um, so them saying 20 games, is, I think, is pretty interesting to see. Because if, if it four or five of them are interesting, that'll still be a good show, I think. Yep. 20 games. That's wild. That's like more than like a PlayStation showcase. Well, we got we know like Rabbids, uh, Mario Rabbids Two, is yeah. one of them. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Like we know some games that are coming, so we probably know about like ten things. But the other things being rumored, I think would still be interesting. Man, Mario Rabbids, what a game came out of nowhere that is like very very good. Yeah, and also in true Ubisoft fashion, it was like it was leaked for years. Well, which is weird because we haven't. I guess we we saw the reveal of this new one, but we haven't really seen anything else about it since. Um, speaking of new things, PS5 gets a new feature. It says Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. We had a new update, uh, some features outlined in the PlayStation blog. The first, and what's getting all the headlines, is something that's not here yet, and it's coming several months from now. Variable refresh rate would arrive several months from now. It means that users with HDMI 2.1 compatible TVs and PC monitors will experience smoother gameplay, sharper graphics, and reduced input lag. Again, that did not come out. It is coming out in the coming months. But that's what's getting all the headlines. Uh, what did come out is that if you're in the US or the UK, you can now basically summon your PlayStation with a phrase, just saying, hey, PlayStation, just like an Alexa, to control different apps, maybe pause a movie that you're watching on it. Um, I'm sure it works. This They had voice command on PlayStation 4 if you had the PlayStation camera, and it did not work well, so I'm sure this will work mm. just as well as that. Yep. Uh, and then finally... After a year and a half of the awful way that parties work on PS5, they have now given you both options for parties. Like your old parties where you formed a party with people and then you could all chat together, but it was only the people in that party, that's still there. You could choose a party, make it private, and tell and say who can be in it. But then the old PS4 way of making parties is back now too, where you can just say, hey, I'm going to start a party now and anyone who wants to join me, jump in which is what we used to do on game nights. And it was so convenient. That way we didn't have to add up all of our patrons to one group just in case any of them wanted to join us. 
So loving that. But one thing that is out that I don't have yet for some strange reason, because I guess it's still in, a, in rolling out, they announced months ago that if you're in the U.S., and now it's coming to other European countries this week, that you can have the feature where you take a screenshot or you take a short clip on your PlayStation and it sends it to the PlayStation mobile app on your phone. That option's still not there for me, and I'm freaking pissed. Everyone else has it. We were playing Witch Queen back in February, and Dallas and Matt both had that option, and it's just not on my PlayStation, not on my app. And, both and that's to just date. to take a screenshot and upload it to your phone. It's yep. not available for you. Not available for what me. weird. They mentioned huh. back in February 22nd, a PlayStation blog said this feature is now rolling out to folks in the U.S., except if your name is Chad Michael Ennis, because we fucking hate do you, you. Do you have your console set to New Zealand so you can get games earlier? That's what it is. Well, it's set to New Zealand for two reasons. One, pirates, and then also yep. to get games earlier. And not pirates in terms of, you know, stealing games. I just, I just like looking at pictures of pirates. Absolutely. You, you can, can only get that on New, New Zealand, Zealand Wikipedia. You know what's really funny? What? My friend, we were trying to all watch movies together, and he was like, I think we were watching like Alien 1 or 2 or whatever, and he was like, I can't get it. And I'm like, just get on the store and buy, the, and buy it. He's like, it's not here, it's not here, it's not here. And he searched for like 10 minutes. He's like, oh, I'm on the, my Xbox thinks I'm in New Zealand, and they don't have this service available in New Zealand. So he just switched back to America, and then he could rent the movie. What? I was like, oh, you screwed yourself because you want to play a video game 12 hours earlier. <laughs> You can idiot. Same thing about HBO Max. They don't have that in the UK. Did you know that? Yeah, I know that it's not in a lot. Yeah, HBO Max is like basically just America, right? That's wild. If you want to watch um, Our Flag Means Death or anything that Adam watches, you can't watch it unless you live in the US. Pirated, I guess. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about these features? So I know the ones that actually came out, the where you could talk. To, I've always liked the idea of talking to your console or talking to whatever. Yeah. Um, doesn't always work, like you said, but the idea of it's cool. Um, thank God for changing that party thing because I hated you have to make a party with each person you want to talk to. And I'm like, fuck it, what dumb shit is this? Yep. And I'm just like, hey, I open party, get in here. I like that. Send someone an invite's real easy. But like you said, it's not coming out yet. But all of those, um, the not what do you call it? The visual stuff, the visual enhancements variable that we're still rate. waiting on. Like, variable refresh rate is a big one. Uh, getting Dolby Vision would also be a big one. Uh, oh, getting yeah. 1440p would also be a big one. Is uh, 1440p not things... out yet? Nope. It is 1080p or 4K. You got. Dang. You do not get the in-between. Uh, which people were like, That's not, what's the big deal with that? It's a big deal to have. Because basically, when you go to performance mode and you want the high frame rate, the game goes to 1080p because yeah. it doesn't have the middle. But 1440p is basically 2K. So you can have your high frame rate and the image looks better and it looks very, I mean, again, anyone on PC runs 1440 feet, basically. Um, it does it on Xbox. It's awesome. But having to go to 1080p for high frame rate, I'm like, oof, that's yeah. rough. That's why I straight up didn't play Horizon that way because I'm like, it looks like shit in performance mode. I just want to do it in quality mode. So yeah. having the 1440p variable refresh rate again smooths out your frame rates. And Dolby Vision would be great. So I'm I'm glad they were getting these, but I love how they're like, it's not available yet, but it's coming up. It's like, why don't you just give me variable? Why is it so difficult to put variable refresh rate on a console? I don't understand. I don't right. make consoles either, so whatever. Dolby Vision, I assume that's something with licensing. Like, I know Xbox is, has it, and they were Xbox the first Dolby time, Vision but it's not like and exclusive. Dolby yeah, and it has Atmos. But it's not, it, yeah. it's not like some exclusive deal that they can only put Dolby on Xbox. This is just like they happen mm -hmm. to do it first. Like, why I is think that? they just got it first, yeah. 
why is that taking so long for PlayStation to follow suit? I don't know. I don't know. don't know. I also, I can't find, like, I'm trying to think of a reason why I would use Hey PlayStation. And I can't think of anything. Like, any, what, what would I control on my PlayStation with my voice that I wouldn't, that would be easier than controlling it with the, the controller? If you're watching TV and your controller is turned off and you don't want to turn the controller on to switch. Yeah, I guess so. That's basically all I use my connect for. It was like Xbox, go to Netflix. Yes. And that was, that was great. Yeah. That's all I used it for. I guess I, I do. I do the same thing with my Apple TV, and my home pods. I just tell yes, it. You get an Apple TV. That's not for you then. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't watch shit on my PlayStation. So yeah, I guess gaming yeah. related, I can't think, I bet you can't use it anyway, but yeah, I bet it's all about media control. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it for news. Really short week this week, but fret not. We've still got a couple segments left. Segment from Adam. Segment from Adam. Segment from, segment from, segment from Adam. That halfway through changed into the Mega Man music. So we've got two segments from Adam this week. First, we're going to start with best games of the month because fucking March is over. You know what? It's like 40 degrees here and March is over. Fucking what dumb shit is that? It was like 77 here yesterday and it was like 67 here today and it's beautiful. And yeah, March is over. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Uh, All right. So best games of March. These are new video games that came out that reviewed the best on Metacritic. Uh, First, number one, we have Gran Turismo 7. And an 87 overall Ooh, on the Metacritic. Nice, Don't look at the nice. user reviews because people are pissed that that <laughs> game doesn't work for days on end. Um, uh, but viewed very well from critics and uh, seems very nice. Tunic, number two at an 85. Still waiting to play it. Chad likes it, so that's good to see. Our, I think, kind of like our spirit animal. <laughs> Kirby in the Forgotten Land, sitting in 84. Mouthful mode. Mouthful, just, man. Oh, man, just putting whole cars in his body. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> uh, Triangle Strategy, the um, awful name for a video game that actually looks kind of interesting. Uh, 82 on Metacritic. Can we and sorry, then, real quick? Go ahead. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, mouthful mode. That's like confirmation that Kirby does not have any guts, right? I think like it's when his literally body forms all the way body. around. Like he's literally just, just yeah. a condom. He's a Kirby condom. <laughs> He's a big condom. I think it's one of two things. And people have said this. It's that he's an eldritch creature. So basically any monster in Bloodborne or Lovecraft or whatever, like he is not, he doesn't live by the same rules as like normal living organic beings do. Or it's a cartoon character for children so he can do <laughs> stupid shit. One of the two. I think it's more of the first one. Okay. Yeah, that's probably that's right. just me. Um, so yeah, it, it bothers me because he like struggles at the last minute to get the car. <laughs> he's like, his eyes closed. He's like, Ooh. I'm like, why are you struggling? This is not, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I reviewed pretty well. And then, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonder Worlds is at an 80. Uh, is it the last thing on our list? You've got one so, more on the list. Oh, you're right. I did put this one right because it was break. a, uh, yeah, it was after the page break because it was a, um, it's a big exclusive. I'm like, we'll put it on here. But Ghostwire Tokyo sitting at 79. So, Chad, I'm sure you've seen reviews or heard about Ghostwire. How are you feeling about it? Because you were like iffy. You're on the fence. Where are you now? Yeah, I've, I've, it's the reviews that I've read. Like, it's, it's one of those games that I don't think I'll ever play. Like, it looks interesting mm-hmm. and cool. And if I ever have time, which I will never have, 
because there's always just way too many video games. And then, yeah, I was like, I could probably have a fun time playing that, but I'm too many other things to get to. I will likely never play it. Yep, same here. I was like, oh, yeah, straight up next year, the day that it goes on Game Pass, maybe I'll download it and play it. But even then, like, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem super interesting to me, but I hope people like it. Um, so looking at these games, again, for what we think for Game of the Year, even though GT7 reviewed the best, I don't think either one of us cares about right. a simulation car game. Again, the only reason I like Forza Horizon is because it's arcade. I don't even like normal Forza Motorsport. So GT's out for me. Don't care. Um, I think Tunic is probably the big one because everyone says it's good. Yeah. You seem to be enjoying it. And I'll probably play it with a guide. And then the next two I can't play because I don't have a Switch. And then the last two seem like Tiny Tina seems fun. But I don't, you know, that just seems like a fun if I have friends. But Kirby and Triangle Strategy, I'm not going to play because I don't have Switch. Yeah. I uh, Tunic, 100%. I also kind of feel like Tunic is a, is a little bit of a niche audience. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you have to, if you really love top-down 2D Zeldas, you're going to get a lot out of this game. <laughs> Zeldas. As if that, that's a genre, but it's like you know yeah the zeldas then you're gonna then you're gonna really get a lot out of this game but if you if you don't have that nostalgia or that appreciation for this game i feel like death store might be the better option for you mm-hmm. um and then kirby and the forgotten land like yeah it's gonna do well but it, it's it's a ca- more casual audience that it's aimed at more child audience that that it's aimed at so i just don't think it's something that i'm gonna end up playing but tiny tina wonderlands that's the like this is the part that hurts me that i'm not playing this right now because mm-hmm. I just I don't have the time for it, but I I love Borderlands humor and writing so much, and I fucking love Tiny Tina, and I love the whole D and D like skin on that gameplay. So this is like the perfect game for me. But again, I have too many other things to play. This is one that I would have to play with friends, so I would have to con yeah. you know, two or three other people into playing it with me, and they would have to buy a game, even though they've already bought twelve games that they're not playing right now as well. So like it, it hurts me that I'm not playing that game right now, but I know eventually I'm gonna sometime this year I'm gonna get to that game. So, yeah, but, I'll get it on self, and we can play together because it's crossplay no matter where you're at. That's exactly right. It's a big plus. So I'll get it for thirty bucks and you know whatever. Yeah, stick around, shoot some stuff, and our favorite pirates in it. Actually, he's my third favorite pirate in the show, Will Arnett. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I was like Taika Waititi, isn't it? I wish. God, you know, put him one. in everything. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's it. Best games of the month. Definitely check out Tunic. There's some other good things here, but I think Tunic seems to be the stronger one if you're into that kind of thing. And now, our next segment from Adam. All right, Chad, you're on the clock. <gasps> on the clock. Ooh! NFL. Yo, so last time we did the segment, we're doing, uh, what is it, armchair GM. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're basically, it's the NFL offseason, and you got to sign five games to go throughout the year and it's we're treating it like the NFL offseason. So people are free agents, there are trades, blah, 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 blah. All that armchair quarterback GM chats mm-hmm. here to save a company. So are you choosing last time we did PlayStation? Mm-hmm. Are you choosing Xbox or Nintendo this time? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's do Xbox. I feel like I have a lot of good opinions about what Xbox should do with their IPs. Okay. So you have a hundred dollar budget. $30 franchise tag. We decided to make it $30. So when you give someone a franchise tag, they have to sign with you no matter what. And random people will come to you with trades and people might want to negotiate and bargain with you. But we'll see. So you got to make uh, Xbox's 2022 good using, you know, 
uh, franchises and stuff that the company owns. So go ahead. Where you want to start at? Now I'm trying to I'm trying to do a Wikipedia to find this list of things. This exact article that you had sent me last time. But I'm yeah, you failing. can just scroll up a little bit. You literally just scroll up a little bit, and right there, Microsoft franchises. Click on that bad boy. Oh, you sent it in Discord. It's in our Discord chat. Yep. Got it. Hold please. Category: Microsoft franchises. Take me there. I want to go there. Also, apologies for all those watching live. I apparently forgot to open the stupid app that keeps it from going. Uh, screaming at you. All right, I'm found. I'm here. Okay. 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 So I get five franchises, or I need five franchises, right? That we'd release in the next year. And I have $100. Mm -hmm. What's important? Well. And I'm going to be the agents of each of the video games. So we're going to make deals. I'm the guy you talk to. Here's 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 the weird thing. This is important because there's synergy with the television show, but also mm-hmm. it's important to get back in gamers' minds as as the show pony for Xbox. And this is going to be a weird move for some people because it's kind of already out. But Halo, we need co-op hmm. multi. We need co-op single player campaign so that people can experience this again with their friends and all of that has all of that has to offer. And we need to properly relaunch the multiplayer with all the things that people love, including the Forge. So that's so like be... Halo Infinite Game of the Year edition, basically, yeah, is like going exactly. all in on making it super good. Yep. Okay. Or as if, if uh, we're speaking in Destiny terms, this would be the Taken King update. Or okay, this would be update. Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn. This is, you know, just re-kind of launching, soft relaunch of that franchise. What's that going to cost okay. me? Oh, what's your offer? <laughs> I'm going to say, listen, it's already out. You've got a lot of, you've got, you've done your marketing push, stuff like that. I feel like that should be a cool 10. 10? Yeah. How about 10. a 15? Why don't you give us a little bit of respect? 15. Oh, we're breaking it down into a 15. Yeah, we'll do fives now. this time. You, you're doing the okay. math. <laughs> okay, 15. We're going to do 15 for Halo. Does fit, Halo mm-hmm. actually give you a hometown discount? They could probably ask for more because they've got franchises, but they're like, oh, we're, right. we're ride or die Microsoft. So you got them for 15. Write it down so I can remember the math, please. Okay, hold on. I'm opening up my note. <clears throat> Halo Infinite 15. All right. There we go. Um, so there are a lot of things on this list we can abandon. Like Gears of War, we get it. Big meaty guys with big old biceps shoot a bunch of gay axes. <laughs> big meaty men bumping meat. Um, we don't need another one of those this year. We don't need another crackdown. Let's let's give up on that one. But you know what we do need? We need ourselves a fable. We need that. We need that mm-hmm. witty humor in the action RPG. We need a fable in that fantasy land. So we're gonna bring back fable. In a big way, and we're gonna make it really okay. hit. And we're gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it 25. 25 on a fable. 25? Yeah. So fable accepts it, uh, accepts it, excuse me. You just did the thing with the uh Jacksonville Jaguars, which are one of the worst teams in the NFL. They overpay for players all the time. I was willing to take 15 or 20 from Fable, but you just said 25 off the bat. I'm it's not gonna argue. Important. I'm the agent. Give me it's the money. That important. I don't care. It's that important that that we Yo. get. It. I also I you have a a thirty dollar or a thirty, like automatically this comes to our thing, right? Yeah, you okay, do have okay, that card okay, still. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's a guy who named Christian Kirk who just got signed to the Jaguars, who has literally never caught over a thousand yards in a season, and they gave him a four year, seventy two million dollar contract, 
And he's like, I guess, sure. I'm the only guy here, <laughs> apparently. I'm the only guy at the dance, so I guess you have to dance with me. So, <laughs> Not All right, yeah, that. you got Fable. They're absolutely there. What is that total? That's $40 total. Yep. For two games. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Starfield. Starfield. Okay. Starfield. I know it's going to be big. I know it's going to be good. I just don't have faith in it, but I know it's going to be good. Starfield. Mm -hmm. You got to have it for all those nerds out there. I'm willing to put 20 bucks on Starfield. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Yep. What's up? Who is it? You better, hey, this you is better Sony. have good news. Hey, this is Sony. We're here to make a deal, buddy. Yeah, what's up? Uh, we heard you were about to sign Starfield. And we've got we've got a little bit of a trade for you if you if you're interested. What's your trade? I'm listening. We will trade you. We're gonna give you stuff. We're gonna be honest. We really need a big sci-fi shooter game because if it's not third person, we don't have it. Um, <laughs> this is Mr. Sony talking. Mm -hmm, I'm just mm -hmm. kidding, of course. But we will trade you Twisted Metal and Ratchet and Clank. Wait a minute, is that right? No, Sly Cooper, excuse me. Twisted Metal and Sly Cooper for the rights to Starfield and the and for a, a total of $20. So basically, Chad, you give up 20 bucks, you get those two games, but we get Starfield. Actually, it'd be $30, because that's two games. That's a lot. So yeah, you get Sly Cooper, you get Twisted Metal, you don't have Starfield, and it costs you $30. Are you interested in the trade from Sony? You come in here on the day of my daughter's wedding. You ring me up and you say, listen, I want what you've got. Suck my trash in return. Fuck you, Sony. Excuse me, assistant. Can you come in here and forcibly hit the end button on this phone loud enough that they can hear it on the other end? I know that's not how yeah, phones work anymore. I'll hang up on them. I got you. No problem. Thank you. I reject your offer, Sony. All right. How much money you want to give Starfield then? We're going to give Starfield 20. Boom. They're good for it. All right. Starfield like new IP. People, people love Bethesda. New IP. We're buddy buddy. Let's keep it even keel. That's a one year yep. prove it deal. Yep. And we'll see what happens. All right. So we got the Halo Infinite's relaunch is 15. Fable is 25. So we're at 40. Mm -hmm. Starfield is 20. You're at 60. 60. Two games left. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We need a raunchy, raunchy, gory first-person experience. Mm, okay. And I know what you're thinking. Doom. No. Fuck that. We need to go back into Wolfenstein. We need to head back into mm. Castle, Castle Wolfenstein and rip Hitler to shreds. Now, it's a, it's a franchise that has not been doing pretty well recently. It had that twin game that did not do well. It had the VR game that did not do well. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing... Two was a huge hit, though. One and two were a huge hit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One was good. Two was great. But they've had some missteps. And it's not the poster child that it once was. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do Wolfenstein a favor and pick it up for 15 bucks. What's it say? Ring, ring. Who the fuck is on the phone? Who's giving out my phone number? <laughs> Sorry, Phil. This is Nintendo. 
we've got a fucking banger of an idea for you. Oh, yeah? We're willing to trade you. We know you don't you're going for like the hardcore. Hang up on Nintendo stuff, assistant, please. Wait a minute. We've got Hang something up on good. Nintendo. We've got something good for you. All right, now get Nintendo back on the line and tell them it was an accident. Oh, <laughs> no, no problem. It happens all the time. We are we want something gory. We heard you're talking about Wolfenstein over there. We want to shoot Nazis in the face because Nintendo's been soft for years and we need to make a stand. <laughs> so we're we're willing to go big, right? We're gonna trade you Donkey Kong. Just Donkey Kong, you want that big monkey, his big monkey dick, you can have him. And you can have Animal Crossing. So two games, two massive games, and all we're going to need from you. How many games would that make it total? That would make four, right? No. How many games would make? How many do you have? We got Donkey Kong and and Animal Crossing. That would bring us to How many do you have signed right now? It's Halo. Three. Halo, Fable. Fable, Starfield. Okay. So, yeah, we will trade you. We're going to do a big, massive trade. Animal Crossing and Donkey Kong for Wolfenstein and the rest of your budget. Because Adam can't do that math. Oh, <laughs> shit. We're tired of making baby games, but we know you need them. We want your cash and we want to shoot Nazis. You going to make a deal? Assistant, hang up on Nintendo loud enough that they can hear it too. Assistant? All right, I got it. Thank you. Now, assistant, listen. While they're gone, yeah. they're going to call us back in just a second because they don't understand, you know, passive aggressive behavior. They don't understand subtext. They think that something happened and we just got disconnected. So they're going to call us back in a second. I just need you to know that's a good deal. We're going to take it. We don't have a lot of good IPs here. We're going to take it. But this is a power play. And I need them to know that we're still in charge. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. hold on. They're on the phone. Pick it up again and then, and then forward it over to me. Hey, this is Nintendo. You fucking think you're tough, buddy? Huh? All right, you're live with Phil Spencer. Who is this? Sorry. If you think you you're fucking hold. tough, this is... Uh, what's his name? Ex-Reggie fils <laughs> <laughs> This is Reggie fils They brought me back for this phone call specifically. This is Doug Bowser? Is this Doug Bowser? Yes, yeah, Doug Bowser. What's up? <laughs> oh, what's up, Doug? Hey, well, you're being rude over here. You got one last oh, chance, buddy. Oh, no, man. Something, you know, we, we switched over to Wi-Fi calling, and you know you know internet. Uh -huh. Internet goes out yeah. all the time. We don't know internet. That's We're Nintendo. Oh, well, it's, yeah, it's this thing that was invented, you know, widespread a couple decades ago, and, and mm -hmm. it, just, it goes in and out. And so Wi-Fi, we're just transitioning over a new system, and it's at a okay. completely shit the bed. So that was, you know, we'll blame that one on Comcast, okay? Okay. <laughs> What's the move then? Uh, yeah, we'll take. We'll yeah. We were thinking about it and like, we got nothing else for the rest. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll give you All our right. our forty bucks and Wolfenstein and uh, and we'll take your you know, your floundering franchises that you don't know what to do with anymore. So yeah, sounds good to us. They hang up on you. Assistant, get Nintendo back on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but look at that that is a monster deal that's basically like that trading is, away is. the best wide receiver in the league for basically nothing at all which that two is teams the highest selling season. switch franchise so far maybe except for arceus who knows now but the highest selling switch franchise plus the like absolute pinnacle of 2d platforming donkey kong country fuck yeah fuck yeah we're gonna put think that about in our lineup. you can have a reunion have rare make conquer versus donkey kong and just versus banjo kazooie I, just so nasty All versus joanna dark 
All of those oh, are rare franchises. You can do all of it. Yes. And she can shoot Perfect. Elvis the alien from Perfect Dark, who is secretly Kevin Spacey's K-Pax. <laughs> yes, you brought it all around. There we go. Yes. That's the segments. You've done good you've done good work for uh for Microsoft. I think that's a pretty solid lineup. Getting Perfect. Animal Crossing and Donkey Kong for yeah. Wolfenstein. Look at you making big yeah. deals. And I made them feel like shit. <laughs> Worth it. Phil Spencer plays rough, man. He does. He don't fuck around. Nope. Good game, good game. Speaking of good games, it is time for Game on Game Show. The Game on our Game Show. We play a game called Game on the Game Show on our Game Show. Game, 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 game. We've got a returning game this week. Second time we've played it. This one, in celebration of the Halo TV series, is called mm. Smush Me Into a Movie, Daddy. Again, oh, yeah. Halo has taken all the budget. They spent, you know, 35 years developing it. They got Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment for it. It's now on the leading streaming service, Paramount Plus. <laughs> they spent, they went all out on Halo. And we don't have budget for these other three video game related um, things. So we okay. have to take something that already exists and smush these franchises into it. So our job, Adam, is to sit down and figure out what movies or TV shows can we reuse the same cast of character of actors and actresses? Can we use basically the same plot? But just replace a couple of character names and maybe CGI in something over top of a person. Yeah, that's looking up the plot of K-Pax right now. <laughs> Lots of K-Pax. So first, in celebration of the Forgotten Lands release, Kirby. What movie or television show can we just smush Kirby into? Right off mm. the bat, I'm thinking Silence of the Lambs. And oh. we just... Put Kirby on Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> just when fucking just like, eats people. Yeah, just fucking murders people a couple yeah. times. But it has to be. It has to actually not Silence of the Lambs. It is Hannibal Lecter still, but it is the show Hannibal on NBC where he like fucking mm. fillets people and makes these extravagant dinners and stuff like yeah. that out of their bodies. That's the he Kirby does that all the time. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. True I story. Like that. Hold on, hold on. It gets better. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. On the cartoon, Kirby is a chef. Yeah, like a renowned chef. Oh my god. Fuck yeah. Where I like at? that a lot. It's very good. Also, think about this. Because this would be so easy. We just... Is it chroma when you change the colors on, in uh, film or in video, right? What we're going to do is we're going to take the face of the actor. We're going to make it pink and add some little rosy cheeks. But mm -hmm. the movie already perfectly plays into it. We're going to change... Dana Carvey's Master of Disguise into a Kirby oh movie. <laughs> Dana Carvey's got a pink face, red rosy cheeks, but he changes outfits all the time. Yeah. Right? The Kirby does. He yeah. shuts up and takes your powers, looks different. Oh, so just imagine pink-faced Dana Carvey saying, turtle club, turtle, turtle. But it's just Kirby, right? Nobody will know the difference. Yeah. And we can, you know what we can do? It's the same studio. We've got the rights to, like, the 28 Days Later franchises. We'll just cut in a couple of... Like shots, like deleted scenes from 28 Days Later of like a zombie mm -hmm. eating somebody and it'll be a zombie yeah, yeah. eating a turtle. And then boom, that's how Dana Carvey becomes Kirby Turtle. So I wonder if that's in 28 Day Letter, a zombie eating a turtle. <laughs> we'll have to see G.I. the turtle. We'll, we'll turn his yeah, cheeks we'll green. <laughs> oh, Dana Carvey. All right. Number two, I didn't realize this until right now, but the next one is similar in that, like, you eat somebody and take on their disguise. Mega Man. Hmm. We got we to gotta smush Mega Man into an existing property. Now, it doesn't have to be eat someone. It could just be, like, 
a character like gains new like powers up throughout a movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that could, it could be that kind of a thing, or just like where I got to go kill this many people. I got a, a list of people. like there's movie like I immediately thought of uh, Michael Sarah is a little bitch boy. Um, and Scott, Pilgrim. what is that movie? Scott, <laughs> yeah, yep. sort of bitch boy. The movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's very much like you've got all these different bosses you got to go fight. Da, 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 da. But I don't want to give Michael Sarah any more royalties than we have to. So put that Here, one on the table, but not. I know. got a suggestion. We make a Mega Man origin story. Oh, where okay. Mega Man realizes for the first time that he's a robot and he's capable of love. And instead like of going, we go, we go with Haley Joel Osment and AI is Mega Man. But instead of the walking, talking teddy bear, we CGI red cheeks and make it rush the dog instead yeah. of a bear. And, and it's, it's all about how Haley Joel Osment realizes he's Dr. Light's AI robot and not a person. He is the Mega Man. And then we tease with a post credit scene that he's going to go fucking batshit and murder a bunch of other robot people and steal their abilities and body, body parts. I like that a lot. So when you started talking about an AI robot boy or whatever, mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say Robin Williams Bicentennial Man. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another movie about a robot becoming a yep. human being. And yep. I just love at the end of that movie that they give him a penis. They he do. wants a penis and they give him a penis. <laughs> what a fucking movie. Yep. So, hey, give Joel a man Osmond. a penis, he'll eat for life. <laughs> 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 so we well, have yeah, one of those robot movies works perfect. Haley Joel Osment probably makes more sense as a young Mega Man compared right. to you know forty five year old Robin Williams. Nowadays, he's got a big old beard. He is a heavy mm -hmm. man. That could be a Doctor Light. Like he could be he could be Doctor Light oh. as well. And maybe he, he turned, made him in his image. Yeah. He could play human, big fat Doctor Light and little baby boy Mega Man. You're right. That works perfectly. Yep. We'll just have to do it like the movie Boyhood, where we film it over two decades, and we'll have to go back in yeah. time. We've already been filming it, actually. That's, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. The whole shtick of this is that it's our. It's we're using stuff that's already been filmed and calling it Mega Man. Okay. Last so what we do one. is we take the footage from AI and mix it in with just anything that Haley Joel Osment has done recently. Mm. So like stuff from the boys, stuff from what we do in the shadows, just random different shows he's in yes. as an adult, and somehow make that Doctor Light. We'll figure it out. Shout out to a series called The Spoils Before Dying, where he plays the bad guy on that show. Ooh. Fantastic show created by Will um, Farrell. Arnett? Oh, okay. Will Farrell, yeah. Starring Toby Maguire and Kristen Wiig and uh, the guy from Shawshank. Yeah. Morgan Freeman? <laughs> no, not Morgan Freeman, but the white Andy Dufresne, him. Oh, uh, yeah. Andy Dufresne. Hysterical. Yeah. Anyway, last one Untitled Goose Game. Ooh. I immediately thought of the host. What is the host? That the is it a Korean horror movie? It's like a really famous. I think is it the, from the same dude who made Train to Busan? Let me double check that. I might be completely wrong. The host was a very famous. Uh, there it is. The host. Ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Is a 2006 film. Korean movie. Yep. Um. Da -da -da -da. Okay. See, I'm. Oh, no, is this? I'm more familiar with the 2013 body snatching K-Pax movie starring all the teen heartthrobs. Love it. It's from the, the director of Snowpiercer and Parasite. Excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What's that? Bong that Jung The host, Yun? which was, a, yeah, is basically the, the host was like a big, like, tadpole frog monster kind of thing that was like snatching people up. Um, 
and just do that with whatever you said. I forgot the, the thing you said we're doing. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, just make it a, the goose is the fucking monster that's hunting and killing people. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at the, the poster of this movie right now, and it's just like a giant tentacle coming out of the water. What if that was a fucking mm-hmm. gooseneck? It's just a gooseneck. <laughs> <laughs> the original title of this movie was Gwilmul. Yeah, Bong Joon Ho. That's his name. Yes, very good. He fucking won an Academy Award, and I'm just like the guy who yeah. made the host. I'm, <laughs> he did make the host, so I guess I'm not wrong. Um, so yeah, just any monster movie. I fucking where you love can... that idea. Yes. Yeah. And it's look the the poster for anyone who's not looking at the picture of the poster, which I assume is 100 percent of our audience. It is a lake or a, a bay, a sound with a cityscape in the background, and there's a giant tentacle coming out of the water holding a person, but it's already in that like shape of a gooseneck or a swan neck. It is like in a in a S like a like a like a yeah, yeah. like an S like almost like a question mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and that could be very easy to just you know CGI change the color, give it some pink rosy cheeks, make it a goose. Yeah, and again, all you really have to do is as people are screaming and like being murdered by a monster, you just have the CG goose going, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It'll be a real good time. It'll be a really good time. Yes, I fucking love it. Now I wish I had more time on my hands because now I want to make like I want to recreate a horror movie trailer. But then just CG and the duck over top of it all the time. Great. Excellent. Those are going to be really successful movies. Uh, I'm glad we were able to to save those. Well done. That's it for Game on Game Show. And that is it for our podcast this week. We have a couple of things for you. Pieces of homework. Number one is about our barf episode, Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. It is our monthly kind of like a game club where we pick a game, you pick a game, via patreon.com slash respawning fire. We all play it, and then we chat about it at the end of the month. This month, we're doing Coffee Talk. Uh, sometime in the next week or so, as we're approaching the end of March, Adam and I will record our episode about that. So I'm going to say we're going to decide that date after this call right now, but let's say at least it'll be the first week of April, or sometime in the first little chunk of April there. So yeah. if you're listening to this, you still have a few days to play it and get your ideas to us about the game. Um, similarly, there will be a poll going up shortly for April's barf game. So make sure to go to patreon.com slash fire. Give us a buck per month and go vote on that. Um, and then another related news, homework and, and end of podcast things. We had a poll last week from our game on game show where we played the video game poop game and we just replaced certain video game words with poop. And it was far and away. Your your cooking mama suggestion won. In fact, one hundred percent of the votes went towards cooking mama related video game titles. Red Dead Redemption, Poop Nightmare, and Super Mario Poop All Stars got zero percent of the votes. But we decided we couldn't we couldn't focus on we couldn't split the vote. Sorry, we did split the vote because we couldn't decide on one cooking mama one. So we did two of them. In second place, with forty percent of the vote, was cooking poop bon appetit. <laughs> and in first place with 60% of the vote was cooking poop dinner with friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So thank you everyone so much for uh for coming out and, and showing up to that poll on twitter.com slash. What a good use fire. of social media. Excellent Just a fantastic use. use of the medium. 
If you want to go view other types of things like that on Twitter, you can follow us at Responding Fire there. You can also go to our YouTube channels, subscribe to us there, subscribe to us on Twitch. Both of those actions allow us to get like vanity names and partnerships and all those kinds of things that it is 100% your fault that we don't have right now. So if you're one of those people that's not subscribed, go do it. If you're not, I'll do karate on you. If you're not, we're going to turn this right back into that karate podcast with Jaden Smith and boxing with Conor McGregor. That's what it's going to be. I fucked your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really weird Jaden Smith impression. <laughs> oh, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, here's our usual sign-off. Sucking on a chili dog. 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 <laughs> That's fine. It might have a SWB audio cast.